Hi, everyone, and welcome to Fishheads and Marie Grady, the podcast where we explore all things occult, metaphysical, culturally relevant, and indigenously spiritual. With this podcast, I hope to examine the ways in which marginalized people create a world of beauty out of colonized trauma. And today is January 1st, 2022. And for this episode, I thought about, I thought long and hard about um, the Pluto return, the whole idea of Pluto return. And this episode is dedicated um, to my grandmother who transitioned um, earlier within um, the last week, Isabel Horsford Lockett. Um, and she was married to um, my grandfather, um, Ernest Herrera, Ernest Herrera. And that is where I first got my um, introduction into the whole energy of Obatala and Santeria. So for those individuals, we send lots of love and blessings. They both are um, pass, have passed on. Uh, so today, like I said, today is not going to be a typical tarot draw. But today what we will be talking about is um, the master number 22, because that is part of where we are, right? 2022. And we're going to also talk about some elements of the Pluto return, a subject that is near and dear to my husband's heart, Pluto return. So we're going to be talking about that. First, I want to delve off. I have a lot of notes saved on my computer, so you might hear me clicking back and forth. But first, I want to delve off into that master number, that into numerology, right? This number 22. So in numerology, the master number 22 brings together the spiritual as well as the material. Um, it's about instincts and identifying areas where efforts are needed, where more effort is needed. Um, the 10, 22, the number 22 has been chosen to receive profound insight and its responsibility to direct them into creating something that is valuable, true, and meaningful. And you could probably still hear some of the firecrackers, um, you know, behind me, right? So 22 is about find, trying to find balance. Um, it's trying to find balance, trying to find how you can have a place within what is considered the greater good, right, for, for each of us, for each individual. To understand the meaning of the 22, we look at the energy of its, that the numbers are made of. First, it's important to realize that each master number is an advanced vibration of the single-digit companion, right? For 22, this is the number four, two plus two, four. The energy of the number four is practical, it's dedicated, it's productive, and it is considered a hardworking number, right? Looking at the number 22, we see two twos standing together. So this master number, right, this duality, right, of the same number, this master number has its skills in diplomacy, teamwork traits associated with the number two that help it gain support from others. So this year, it is also, as much as it is about you know, moving into this whole arena of thinking that you are um, handling your own life or trying to handle your own life or manage your own life, becoming master of your own domain. It's also about still relying on that teamwork, still needing that um, support from individuals who have supported you throughout your life, whether that's your friend group, whether that's your family group, whether that's an extended family group, however you want to term it. But wherever you gain positive support, right, not negative support, not support to have you fuck up your life, but support to help you bring balance to your life, you're going to still be um, finding yourself needing that support and seeking that support. 22 is twice the number 11, revealing that 22 possesses the same psychic energy as the number 11. 
but it has the ability to turn it into something greater. This combination of logic, so you have logic, hard work, people skills, inner wisdom, makes 22 a builder, a master number about building, right? Um, so when we feel the influence of 22's energy, we're driven to use our most precious talents. So people stepping out there, being more talented. I was just watching an episode of Shark Tank. So having people, you know, have all these ideas that that may that have that were there before, right? Prior to all of this um, pandemic energy, that were there prior to that. But we were thinking what we feel was being much more of a logical in a logical stance, and that just means that we were thinking in terms of, um, you know, doing things that would progress us in a way that we would not see ourselves as. Um, failing ourselves or failing the society or failing where we are, right? I can't afford to do this because I need to do that, you know, and um, I need to have a, a safety net. You know, I have to do something that is, is that it's not a gamble, right? Because you think about it in terms of, you know, going out gambling, you may start to, to, to feel or to believe that if I, if I move into a situation where I'm gambling, then I'm not going to be successful. I'm not going to make what I'm supposed to make and have the things that I need to have in my life. So that's where we are when we think about the number 22. But 22 is telling us that we're going to need that support this year. We're going to still be required to gain and to access the support of family and the ones who love us. Okay. Moving into um, thinking about Pluto return. And I've talked about Pluto, um, the energy of Pluto before. Um, and so it becomes a situation where it is still, um, for some people, they don't want to talk about it, right? They don't want to have to deal with this whole idea of, you know, um, negativity or something that's coming down the pike that is not going to be, you know, um, a happy moment in their time, right? In their life. So when they think about Pluto and it's, it's always this whole energy of, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to even deal with the negativity of all of that. So understanding Pluto, we go back into mythology, right? One of my favorite subjects when I was in eighth grade and even on into high school and still today, I love mythology. So understanding Pluto. So when we think about Pluto um, in terms of mythology, Pluto is Hades, the god of the underworld. And we think about death and rebirth. We think about transformation. We think about the subconscious forces, stuff we don't see stuff we don't want to see, right? And we think about generational things because Pluto return happens, but we won't see another one in our lifetime. We won't be alive to see that, right? We're not vampires, so we won't see another Pluto return that happens um, for our country. So 244 year cycle, we won't live to see another Pluto return because like I said, 244 years, we don't have 244 years to to live in this country and to see, to witness another Pluto return, okay? I had to step away a minute and um, plug up my computer, so. So once again, Pluto is the god of the underworld. We think about death, we think about rebirth, we think about transformation, we think about um, generational things that are going to change, right, for ourselves in this time. Um, so like I said, you know, it doesn't have to be a scary uh, situation, but it is something where we need to really, really hone in and to start to think about, you know, how transformation within our country, this underworld, this underlying, these underlying um, ideas. Think about the ideas that our country says that it's founded upon and think about how that relates to you and where you are as an individual or your community of people who look like you, right? Um, if we think about you know, when our country was founded, 
and we think about where we were, our type of people, people who look like us, for a lot of marginalized people, whether that's Black, whether that's, you know, Latino, Asian, whatever it is, you know, um, you think about how you were treated during that time of the founding of this country, you know, gay, lesbian, you know, um, you know, poly, think about your ideas and your views, people who are not Christian, right, who don't follow the Christian belief system, um, atheists, or people who will consider themselves as witches, you know, think about how you were, would have been um, seen, you know, at that time when our country was founded. So all of these underlying ideas or all of these underlying themes, right, you know, are going to manifest themselves out more outwardly, and they're going to be in constant conflict with people during this time, right? So we talk about Pluto's return, and I'm going to go to my notes that actually deal in that, in the United States, and Pluto return, and as, as we think about our United States, right, how we're founded, and all that good stuff, okay? So birth charts. So humans have birth charts, right? We have birth charts. Um, we think about birth charts, when we talk about Pluto return, we're talking about a birth chart for a whole country, right? For the United States. So a birth chart is an astrological snapshot of where we are, where the planets were, you know, in position or in alignment on when we were born. So when we think about the birth chart for the United States, and we think about the, the location of the planets, right? When the United States itself, it was formed, right? As its own separate entity. July 4th, 1776, and some individuals list the time at 5, 10 p.m. You know, when you're in hospitals on your on your parents, um, or even some of us as parents, our child's first uh, birth certificate, they give us all that. You know, you lose that, get another one. Some Most times you don't even see a time. But on the birth chart, United States, you know, it's said to be July 4th, 1776, 5, 10 p.m., right? The birth chart being our constitution, right? Um, so in this natal chart, Pluto is sitting in the second house, right? 2733 degrees Capricorn. The Pluto return of the United States began when Pluto returned to the sign of Capricorn. And we're talking, so the Pluto return has been happening, right? Since 2008. That's the height of the astrological event or the height of the return. Currently, Pluto is only a few degrees away from completing its orbit. And it will pass over that 2733 Capricorn, right, where it was on July 4th, 1776. It's going to be in that same position, right, really, really, really soon, right, in February. Some people say February 20th. Some people listed at February 21st, right? So, um, and then you could even say, okay, February 20th or February 21st, 5, 10 p.m. We're at the same exact point. Since 2008, the important United States events have been a reflection of the return, right? Since 2008, we've been seeing things happening in, in conjunction with Pluto's return. And we're talking about the election of Barack Obama. We're talking about the recession when the government began to use federal taxpayer funds to bail out struggling financial institutions. And then we move into um, our next president after Barack Obama, right? Then we move into um, Donald Trump. And, and, and um, then we move into the pandemic, right? The pandemic era where we are now. Um, in my notes, I found that they were saying that earlier this year, Pluto stationed retrograde on April 27, 2021. After 23 weeks of moving in reverse, Pluto stationed direct, going direct, right? Capricorn, October 6, 2021. This is the last time Pluto will switch directions, you know, from that retrograde to that direct. 
um, Pluto has passed over 2419 degrees of Capricorn four times over the past 18 months, right? So um, we're going to see that Pluto is going to start unraveling some things, right? Showing patterns of, of milestones, right? And we've been seeing some of those things happen. Pluto's pandemic milestones that were listed, right? Or things like... Um, they say that in you can't astrologize the pandemic without mentioning the most anticipated astrological event of the century. And it was the day that Saturn and Pluto and the sun were all conjoined at 22 degrees Capricorn, right? On January 12, 2020. This is an extremely rare event, right? But it marked the beginning of the pandemic. In modern history, the first Pluto, um, the first time Pluto reached 2419 was on March 3rd, 2020 when the pandemic started getting serious in the United States, because before that we were just, you know, looking at things happening overseas, right? Kind of probably thinking that, you know, that won't happen here. The United States is, you know, a, a country of modern technology in terms of medicine and pharmaceuticals, you know, that won't be an issue for us, right? That's what we were probably thinking prior to March 3rd, 2020. Within days of the U.S. allocating $8.3 billion to fight the outbreak and a national emergency was declared, right, during this time. The total number of confirmed cases across the U.S. surpassed 1 million when Pluto was stationed retrograde on April 25th, 2020. And then we have a second wave that hit the United States when Pluto hit 2419 degrees of Capricorn during its retrograde period on June 19th. 2020. So see how all of these things are falling in alignment on, on with the Pluto retrograde. And then we have um, high profile figures. And then we have people like Donald Trump and his wife were said to have contracted the virus when Pluto was stationed direct on October 4, 2020. The alpha variant began to spread in the United States when Pluto hit 2419 Capricorn a third time on January 4th, 2020. Now a new threat vaccine hesitancy began to cause a drop in vaccine demand April 27, 2021. They're still out there trying to get people to, you know, to get the shot and they're all over the news and they're saying, you know, how, how effective it is. And, you know, so you still had a lot of people who were against vaccinations, right? The fourth time Pluto hit 2419 was September 27, 2021, when it was reported that the number of deaths had officially surpassed the Spanish flu and was named the deadliest pandemic in recent American history. Now, Pluto will not be passing 2419, when, like when all of these events that I just prior read off were happening. So it will not be passing 2419 Capricorn again, right? Um, but, and it says here that Pluto stations will continue to reflect pandemic milestones until it fully leaves. So it doesn't fully leave Capricorn. Remember it enters, starts to begin entering Capricorn in 2000, in 2008. It won't fully leave Capricorn until 2024. It first leaves Capricorn in the earlier part of 2024, but it will be retrograde going backwards, right? In Capricorn later on that year, when Pluto leaves Capricorn for the second time, it won't, re it won't return again. So we have until 2024 to deal with all of these um, different issues from Pluto return, right? So some important dates that, that um, you know, I saw on the internet during my research, um, it says that the climax of the Pluto return of the United States will involve three conjunctions, 2733 Capricorn. The first will be on February 20th, 2022. And like I said, some people say, during my research, February 20th, some during my research, say February 21st, so about February 20th, right, we're going to be seeing 
um, you know, a, one of the first parts of the 2733, right? The second will be during its retrograde on July 11, 2022. So it'll be during that retrograde in July, around July 11th. And the third and final time that it's going to keep moving direct will be December 28th, 2022. The events associated with these three conjunctions, right, will be the most relevant to the climax. So this is part of its climax period that we're entering into in 2022 of the Pluto return. So all of the things from 2028 up until 2020 and then 2021, all of those things were parts of it. But we won't reach that that major blow up until, you know, this February until right now where we are, right? Moving into this February 20th, because we, I think about January 1st, you know, setting the stage for 2022. And we talked about 22 as that master number, right? I think about that need for support, you know, making those plans to, um, to open up to those individuals, you know, making sure that you're still in good standing, not trying to run to somebody at the, at the, at the epic moment of, of, uh, um, of all of this fiery movement of Pluto return, but keeping those doors open and that information and that and 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 just the communication flowing between you and your support system. I think about that. Um, because like I say, I gave these dates and I'm gonna say them again, February 20th, 2022, right? Station di- station right there. We're right there at that same moment that it was in in 1776, right? At 5:10 p.m. at that same exact moment. Think about what kind of a firecracker world it was at that time, right? And then when we think about it moving in reverse, in retrograde, right, during the period of July 11th, you know, so all of that, whatever's happened up until that July period, right, now we're going back into that. Just think about being in an argument with somebody and you think that it's solved, you know, you've got it done, you guys have stayed your say, you've made peace and you're done and you're moving ahead, you, you agree to to move ahead you know, with your lives, uh, you know, it, whether it's together or apart. And then some th- that information gets brought back up again and thrown back in your face. Well, that's what this this whole Pluto return, um, these periods remind me of, right? The first, the February 20th, 2022nd, it's like, okay, we agree to disagree. We're going to make it what it is and keep it moving. All right. You know, I'm not going to talk about you behind your back. You're not going to talk about me behind my back. We've had our say to each other. We're done. And then you go to the July 11, 2022, where it all comes back up again. Maybe I told somebody, maybe somebody else told somebody, maybe somebody overheard and threw it back in our face. Maybe somebody's lying and just trying to get us back at odds with each other. But that's what that period represents. And then the third and final time we're moving direct again. We've had our say again, and now we're moving. We're trying, we're just, we're bringing for the last time that this is it. I don't care what anybody says to you. I don't care what you hear. We're done with that, right? So that's that December 28, 2022. That's how I look at that one. So we still have a, a, a major hurdle to um, to overcome with, within the, the story of the Pluto return. And so they even went on to say that if you're looking at it like a storytelling narrative arc, 2008 to 2019 would be called the exposition, right? The first two years of the pandemic, um, the rising action, and then we will have the climax, what's going to come after all of that, February to December 2022, right? All of this fallout, all of this, all of it, all of it happening. The falling action will be from 2023. Things are going to start to do whatever they're going to do, right? Make it happen the way it's going to happen. And then when Pluto finally leaves Capricorn on January 21st, 2024, um, it, 
will play out until Pluto leaves for good on November 19, 2024. That's when Pluto's gone for good. It'll start to leave, like start to make its, its exit on January 21st, 2024, but it will be gone and out of here forever on November 19, 2024, right? And then after that, we make way for um, Aquarius, right? The age of Aquarius for 20 years, right? And we're looking at a Renaissance period. We're looking at um, all those changes that have taken place in that last epic moment of Pluto return. Now we have in the age of Aquarius, when we, at that November 19, 2024 stage, we have a Renaissance, right? And social systems and government and money, um, internet and how we how we're going to start to detach from those things and become more inclusive within our humanitarian efforts with real live people and not in tweets and text messaging right those kind of things so those are the things that I want us to really be thinking about I want us to place special emphasis on that February 20th 2022 I want us to place emphasis on that July 11th 2022 and then that December 28th, 2022, and think about it in terms, like I said, in terms like you're having this major conflict with somebody, okay? You have your say, you agree to let it go, then it starts to come back up again. And then once it comes back up again, those same um, emotions that you agree to let go, they start to bubble, baby. They start to bubble over and then you're ready to go at each other again, right? Until you finally, finally say the last, say all there is left to be said about it. And then those things start to you know, subside and you agree to disagree or you agree to not have anybody else bring it up again. That's that December 28, 2022. And you move in accordance and think about once it's really gone and really left, right? By November 19th, 2024, you're ready to come back together again um, under the sign of Aquarius and bring that that humanitarian love back to the forefront. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to mainly talk about when we think about the Pluto return, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. I just want to check my time. All right. I still have time. <laughs> so is um, money, right? And how, how that's going to change, because that was a major concern or a major um, um, emphasis was placed on when I divine, as well as looking at um, the other inf information from other um, diviners and um astrologers and things like that uh how how we um make transactions right how we utilize money was a big major concern in pluto return right it is a big issue in the pluto return and um probably one of the biggest issues besides um you know uh the actual um pandemic itself um in, in terms of disease you know in terms of infections right um, because whether you have people who believe in it or not, you have a lot of people who feel as though, you know, my money is being affected by that. Right. And so, um, you know, that is an issue for, I think that people across the board can agree on, even if they can't agree on whether there is a, a, a disease, right. They can agree that, um, their money systems are being affected by, it, by the soul, uh, you know, um, under the pan umbrella of the pandemic. So somebody said to me, um, well, you know, I don't really deal in, in astrology or I don't deal in anything, you know, um, uh, new age or whatever. But when I think about and why does why would that make a difference? They said, you know, to um, our founding fathers or why would that make a difference to people in politics? And then they would bring up the joke about, you know, Nancy Reagan, how she consulted astrologers, you know, often and it was often brought up. Right. Well, in my research, right, 
as um, it talks about, you know, um, Ben Franklin, right, championed astrology. Um, and he would use it often, right? Um, he, he was a fan of astrology. And a quote that he said was, um, astrology is one of the most ancient sciences. It is held in high esteem um, by the wise and the great. Formally, he said, no prince would make war or peace, nor any general fight in a battle. In short, no important affair which was taken without first consulting an astrologer who examined the aspects and the configurations of the heavenly bodies and marked the lucky hour. That's what he said. All right. That's a quote directly from him. Right. And why? Why? You know, some people are saying, well, why are you going to talk about Ben Franklin? You know, well, because when we talk about the country and the founding of our country, we're not talking about people who are, we're not talking about people of color, right? Let's just be honest. We're talking about white men, you know, who, 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 um, who took over a land that wasn't theirs, right, to begin with. And so since we're thinking in terms of how we're, we're, we're utilizing this Pluto return in the mindset that they had, right, during that time, right? And if they're moving in alignment with astrology to create this country, then why would they not still be moving within the realm of astrology to see it through? And so that's why it's important because it it was founded on the tenements of astrology. So the tenements of astrology are still um, a part of what makes this country thrive, right? It's still a part of this country. So when, um, you know, and that's my answer about that, right? So, you know, the February 20th or 21st, whichever, um, you know, area you follow, the United States is going to be at that same configuration, those same degree, that same degree mark, um, which the country was born on July 4th, 1776. Uh, so, and it's going to take a while before we get into that um, age of Aquarius, right? And so as we still go through this, right, you think about the founding of a country. So we're thinking more in terms of the founding of a new aspect or a new ideology within our country. All right. Um, when Pluto enters um, Aquarius in 2023, um, we predict it's predicted that the next great global political revolution will be the attempt to separate money from the state. Um, a demand that will gain traction throughout Pluto's long transit. So the next big issue as it as we move is going to be all about money. Who has it? Who doesn't have it? You know, who's investing? Who's making money from it? You know, is it going to be um, an idea where, you know, cryptocurrency becomes the currency over the dollar or it just eliminates the dollar? All those things are going to be, um, you know, um, ideas that are going to be rampant within that age of Aquarius. But they 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 won't get there until we get out of where we are now with this um, with this Pluto return. And so, some one of the things it says that the uh, movements of the outer planets are present as we reconfigure our political and monetary systems. Starting in twenty twenty four, we think about technological Uranus, right, or Uranus, right. So Uranus, the ruler of Aquarius. See how that works? We're moving into the age of Aquarius, but then we're going to be driven even before we get there by the technological ideas of Uranus as we travel in a close trying, right, 120 degrees um, to Pluto for the rest of the decade, accelerating when Uranus enters Quicksilver Gemini in 2025. So 2024, we're going to be thinking about Uranus 
in the age of Aquarius and Aquarius 2025, we're going to be thinking about moving within Gemini, right? Quintessential example, we're going to think about technological advances. The technological evolution in relationship to money is the emergence of Bitcoin, right? So when we think about technology and money, you might think technology and money, I don't know. Well, how does that go together? Well, it goes together with Bitcoin, right? People investing in Bitcoin and um, how it's distributed, right? All of those things are going to be um, an issue. There's something that's going to be part of this whole um, next stage in the Pluto return, right? Bitcoin is going to be um, very high in what happens within these next few months with Pluto return. It, they said that at this time that the Bitcoin creator is still unknown. Nobody knows who that person is. And they think that it's going to, Bitcoin itself is going to disrupt the world's currency right? Are the world's financial systems, right? Because of the investments that people are, 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 are um, you know, putting into it. Um, given the presence of Uranus and Pluto, they're going to entertain the possibility to break away intelligence groups rather than a single person. So they're thinking about maybe who's in charge of Bitcoin, but it doesn't really matter because the people, right? The, the majority of the people around the world globally are finding that they can relate to cryptocurrency more than they feel a relationship um, akin to the dollar, right? So we're going to be seeing a lot of that. Um, and they say that it's not just Pluto um, that's going to be giving us great change in the early parts of 2022. Neptune is also part of this story. Neptune rules divine revelation. Um, so we're going to have a lot of revelations that are going to come about. Um, in mythology, Neptune carries a three-pronged trident a weapon given to him by his brother, right? Pluto, which granted him authority, right? So revelations, we're going to see a lot of revelation. Lots of things are going to be revealed 